Welcome, welcome to the next installment of Kai Code. I am your host, Kai, which is on Instagram, underscore King, underscore K-I-I. Um, on Twitter, it is Kilo, underscore The Savage. As you guys are fully aware as well, I'm not really fooling with Snapchat. And I don't really get on Facebook because I feel like it's for my aunts and my grandmas. So, there's that. Um, normally, I do have guests on my show. But this time, I just felt like it was just imperative that it kind of was a solo mission. Um, Kai Code is literally like my child, like my baby. And there's so many misconceptions of who Kai is. A lot of people know me, but don't actually know me. And I've been getting a lot of different requests from people who listen to the show and follow me on social media, which I love. And I welcome all the topic feedback as well as show feedback and I'm taking a lot of that into consideration so as me Kai is evolving um so is my show and I felt like it was it was important to kind of bring something new and kind of change the journey and flow of things I definitely will still have guests but we're gonna add you know a visual component I would like my you know, listeners that have a little bit more say-so as far as the topics are concerned, as well as, you know, bring some of the feedback you guys are giving on the topics. So, I definitely welcome that. I am truly amazed at how many people listen to my show, to be honest, because I will do it even if just one person listened, because I just genuinely enjoy it. But to know that it's reaching so many people, and people actually interact with me on it, and honestly, is a beautiful thing, and I am truly just honored to be able to embark on that. Um, but as I stated, like a lot of people know me, but don't really know me. And I felt like it was just the perfect time to kind of reintroduce myself as well as reintroduce Kai Code to the world due to, you know, making some little minor changes. Um, for those of you guys who have been rocking with me for a while, you know, I love music. Um, each show from this point going forward, I'll try to come up with like a, some sort of playlist. Well, I mean, I'm team Apple. I don't know about y'all, but I'm definitely team Apple. So I would try to have it available each show. Um, I might just post like a Snapchat, like a, like a screenshot of it so that we, you guys can try to find it. Um, or I might post the link and then of course, maybe like the next day post the show link. I'll figure it out. But all in all, I promise to make it available because I do... Uh, make it available as to what I'm listening to on my Instagram stories and things like that. So you guys can expect that from me for sure. But as far as Kai Code is concerned, and most people ask like, what is Kai Code? And if you guys listened to the first show, um, I had the people that I started Kai Code with, which started off as just a small segment on a radio show called NCR, which is No Chill Radio, uh, with my homies Reams, Will, and JR. Um, we honestly were just talking shit one day, and I'm always with my friends, like, dropping little gems here and there, saying little stuff that they think are catchy or funny or, you know, just makes complete sense. And... They just like, why don't you just do that on the show? Why don't you do it as a segment? And of course we did it. It took off. People loved it. And that's where Kaiko kind of came from. Um, I did it on several other shows after that. All in all, I've been doing Kaiko for like three and a half, four years now. Which in hindsight sounds like crazy that I've been doing Kaiko that long. But 
it definitely has been a journey and I'm I'm really excited about it um I was extremely apprehensive on doing a podcast simply because I just felt like at the time that I was going to do it everyone was doing it and although mine is a range different I just wanted to I didn't want it to get washed in with the, you know, with the rest of them. And so I was a little nervous. And on top of that, I'm as, as social as I am. I'm very like I'm very much in the background majority of the time. Like and of course, I know for people who know me via social media, like that's so hard for them to believe. But I'm not a big being in the forefront type person. I'm more of a make it happen in the background. And there's that. So it was definitely uh, <laughs> it definitely took a while to get here. Cause like I said, I'm not used to running the show on my own and it just be me and me only and my face, my show type of deal. But it's taught me so much and it's definitely showed me a lot of things that I am capable of. And it's been a beautiful journey this far. Um, for a minute, I kind of, I'm not even gonna lie, fell, fell out of love with my show. Like as much as I love Kai Code, I just felt like it got to a point where I was trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, and trying to compete with the other shows instead of just doing a show that was authentically mine. And I think that's what was missing. So going forward, that's what I'll be bringing. Um, I love all the shows that I did. I wouldn't take them back for anything, but I do think it just needs to have more more Kai into it. And um, I've gotten several people who you know, sent me messages and said they want to know about me. They want to know about me as a person. And I feel like a podcast isn't enough, so I do have some other different things coming up to give you guys more of a taste of me and who I am on a regular basis, which should definitely be fun for sure. But I'm just excited. I mean, Kaiko is meant for entertainment, although overall, I definitely want to hope to be a role model to women that are like me. If you guys have followed me on social media, you guys know I am definitely a size sexy individual and I am proud of that. But it took a while for me to get to that point in general. And, I mean, I do have a very unique outlook on things um, from both kind of like a male and female's perspective. Just because I grew up mostly around guys and got to hear them and their mess and their BS. So, that's kind of the place where I'm coming from. But all in all, I'm just Kai. And Kai Code is definitely just a rendition of me. Um, I spoke on this topic a while back, but I started following Will Smith on Instagram and I'm not sure if any of you guys actually do follow him, but he is amazing. Like he just kind of inspired me to live. I realized I wasn't really living for myself. I was really living for others. And as much as people say that they don't care about other people's opinions, they do. And I mean, to a certain extent, I did as well. Like, you're putting a show out to the masses, so you can't help but wonder how it's being received, who's who it actually is being received by, etc. So I realized it was, I was starting to let that infiltrate how I was doing my show. And I took some time off for a little bit to kind of reorganize my thoughts. And, of course, I'm back in love. And I'm, I'm just excited to bring what I have going forward to you guys for sure. I'm not really going to do much of an interview type of deal, but what I will do for today's Kai Code is kind of bring you guys um, 
what I consider life lessons, like lessons that I personally have learned really just more in the past couple years. Um, a lot of people have the same feedback, but I would definitely say the past couple years were big, tremendously huge learning years for me. And I'm still learning and growing. I learned a very valuable lesson about love and relationships this year. Um, but last year was definitely uh, probably the wildest when it comes to learning experience. So um, without further ado, and in the interest of everyone learning a little bit more about me, we'll just jump into Kaiko. Um, my number one will be don't be afraid to walk in your truth. Like never be afraid to stand out. That's honestly what makes you special. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Like, they're, they're always trying to keep up with everyone else is doing, what social media is talking about, what social media is doing. Hence, all these challenges. It just honestly exemplifies what I'm really saying. Like, one person decided to go on the limb and be different, and now everyone's following suit. Um, number two would definitely be um, learning to embrace your struggle. Um, my best friend, and I've talked about it several times as well, she has a nonprofit organization that is solely based around that principle alone. And a lot of people don't understand how much adversity truly does build character. Like, whatever storm you're going through does not last. It's either the devil trying to break you or God trying to teach you something. But trying to hone in on that strength it just seems impossible sometimes which is why I honestly think like having faith is extremely important especially when you want to you know become stronger for the next leg of your journey number three um, there's power in your testimony I don't think anyone really truly understands as well the power of sharing what you're going through like, you never know what someone else is doing. Like, all we see are snapshots on social media and hear stories or, you know what I mean, like recordings and things like that. But you never really know what someone is actually truly going through because most people who are going through a lot don't talk about it. They don't they don't say how they're feeling for real. Like, if you ask a lot of people how they're feeling, they're going to say, I'm OK, I'm good, I'm fine. But realistically, they're not good. They're not fine. They're not OK. And I'm honestly, <laughs> I do that all the time, like. I just feel like I have to be strong for a lot of people, so I don't necessarily express how I'm really feeling. Like, I really, truly don't. But in learning the power of expressing how I feel, things that I've gone through, experienced, saw, like, you never know how you can connect on a greater level. And, like, a little side note, that's really honestly how the Me Too movement was created. Um, it's a common misconception as to how it was derived but after physically you know hearing the meaning from the person that created it to begin with it was purely just based off of her sharing her story and a very you know damaged and hurt individual connecting with it and realizing there's healing in that process and it inspiring you know her to keep going so I highly encourage everyone to do so. Um, there's actually a song that I absolutely love um, that's called My Testimony. I posted it on my Instagram um, not too long ago. But I really encourage everyone to go out and um, go to Apple Music and search it. And it's definitely, it's honestly amazing. Um, number four, <laughs> credit is definitely more <laughs> important than how they teach it to you. Like, I wish 
there's certain things that I, I wish I had learned when I was younger that I know now. And I feel like everyone in my generation feels the same way. Um, and it definitely altered how I feel like I'm going to, you know, hone in and teach my children. But I definitely wish I had learned that lesson forever ago. I definitely would be in a totally different place um, than I am now. But I mean, which is not even a bad place, but just things could be a lot different. Um, <laughs> number five, uh, heartbreak ain't no hoe. But it's honestly how you heal from the heartbreak that honestly tells you everything. Like, we've all been hurt before. I call it the big hurt. Like, everyone's had that one major heartbreak that just kind of tore them apart. Like, you can't eat, you can't sleep. Like, you don't even, you're just not even, you're not even yourself anymore. And when someone says they aren't ready to be in a relationship, you need to believe them. Like, as females, we, we're such nurturers. So if someone says that they're hurting or that they're not ready, it's naturally, you know, it naturally comes to us to want to help them be ready or help them heal themselves so that way they'll be ready for what we want to do with them. And that's not always the case. Like, you have to, like, don't ignore the fuck nigga signs. Like, some, some people are just fuck people. Like, some niggas are just fuck niggas. Like, they're not meant to be healed. They're not meant for you to really try to build anything with. Like, when they say they're not ready, they're not ready and they're not trying to be ready. Like, no. And everyone doesn't deserve a second chance. Like, some people are just in a permanent whole phase. Like, that's just what they're doing. Like, they're not trying to really learn from their experience. And I feel like it's important for you to learn through your experience as far as breakups and things like that are concerned as well. And, I mean, I have a motto. And I know it sound, it's hard to follow it when you're going through the midst of everything. But I, I want to go into each relationship not thinking about the end, but just knowing that I want to love one more time and always one more time. Like, I don't want to go into the next relationship close-hearted and close-minded. I want to go in with the expectation to love again. And if you knew me a couple years ago, you would say that it sounded crazy that this was coming from me because I definitely had a situation that, that I feel personally broke me. And I stopped believing in love. I honestly stopped. I didn't want to get married, which kind of was always the iffy subject for me anyway. But... It just, it kind of put a halt on everything that I, as far as love is concerned. And although I definitely enjoyed the life I lived after that, I don't think I would do it again. And I realized how much I was missing out on by keeping my feelings to myself and my heart closed and not, you know, not open to experiences. And yes, they hurt, especially when, you know, things turn out bad, but embracing that pain and understanding what it was for learning the lessons that you're supposed to learn and letting it propel you for the next relationship not taking the baggage with you ladies and gentlemen like don't take the baggage with you but just learn it's okay to carry it a little bit it's okay to sit it down because you already dealt with it and leave it where it is and then you know go into the next relationship with a fresh perspective because the person that you're dating they didn't they didn't deserve that they didn't do it to you so 
coming into a relationship also like off the rip making them pay for the things that the last person did is just unacceptable and it's honestly it's just ridiculous and I've been on both ends of the spectrum I've definitely been that hurt individual carrying baggage but I've also been that individual that had to deal with all the pain and reckoning that the person I was trying to date was dealing with and that honestly wasn't fun at all uh, a big one I learned this year, especially, um, is just to always remain open and eliminate any type of expectations, like remain open to new experiences, love, travel. Once you, if you leave yourself open enough, blessings will flow and opportunities will as well. And when you just kind of go with the flow, you know, kind of take life by the, you know, by the horns and just let it be like, you'll notice like, Things that you never thought you would do, you'll be doing. Like, opportunities you never thought would ever come your way just based off of having a positive attitude and being open to them will now be at your lap. As far as eliminating expectations, you'll end up disappointed. And I think we put a lot of unrealistic expectations on a lot of things, especially relationships. And when you don't do so and you really just kind of learn the situation, feel your surroundings, and just kind of go based off of that, you'll be a lot better off. But me personally, just based off of what I know of people and how I interact with them is definitely caused me to expect certain things from them. And that's not always the case. And I, I know how I like to be loved and I like to be cared for. And I found myself trying to expect the people around me to do the same, but that's not the case because everyone's not me. Everyone's not, everyone hasn't went through the same situations I have that caused me to yearn for that type of love or to yearn to be treated a certain way. So it was definitely a tough lesson for me to, to gather. Um, but I feel like I kind of got a grip on it a little bit. Um, also a major thing that I had to learn was it's okay to fail. <laughs> like you don't learn anything if you don't fail. And it's almost important. Like it's, it's important to your process to fail a couple times because I feel like every time you get, you get knocked down, you get back up with a better perspective and you learn something and you're just going to continue to keep going and keep going, keep going. And after talking with a few people, cause it definitely crossed my mind to kind of, chill on Kai Code for a while because I felt like in a sense I was failing my baby like I wasn't I wasn't spending enough time aside to devote towards my show I wasn't really putting enough energy that I needed to to be you know to do what I needed to get done and I felt like I was failing my show and it started to kind of take a toll on me and make me want to kind of quit but just in you know, having those talks with the people that really truly love me and want the best for me and really understand what I'm going through, they were able to kind of steer me in the right direction and help me see how how okay it is <laughs> to fail because that's not my MO at all is to be okay with failures. But I'm learning to be open to allow myself to fail in order to learn. And I feel like people should as well. Um, number eight, um, when is your time is your time. Don't rush it. And I've talked with several people who said the same thing. I found myself rushing my process just based off the things that I was seeing in social media or hearing. And 
a lot of people lie. A lot of people are fake. Social media is just, you know, no. Yeah, social media, like, like I said, it's just, it's full of what people want to put out there. Like, how they want to be seen, the image that they want to portray. And I know a lot of us go based off of, you know, what people are doing, what people are saying. Um, they're starting businesses or, you know, podcasts or, you know, putting their brand out there. They might have launched an Instagram urban modeling career, like, etc. And it just kind of makes you feel like you're behind, like you're not doing enough. And like I said, I'm okay with admitting that that is me sometimes, like, especially with the, like, the whole podcast game, because it feels like everyone's doing one. So it's just like... Like, maybe I'm not doing enough, or maybe I'm not putting out enough content. Like, I wanted to do a show every two weeks just not to oversaturate it, but it was just like, maybe I'm not putting out enough shows. Or, you know, when people are starting businesses and you feel like you're just still on your business plan, like, maybe I'm not working fast enough, and I'm a big advocate for working smarter and not harder, so getting swept up in social media and what everything looks like will get you fucked up it will have you rushing to do some stuff that you weren't ready to do or that it really you really needed to take a little bit more time in perfecting just for the sake of hurrying up you know hurrying up to get stuff out there so I'll, it took a while to get to the point where I was just you know okay with just going on this journey at the pace and time that God has set forth for me instead of rushing it for the sake of you know for for the sake of others like I wasn't rushing things for me I was rushing things just you know just to get everything out there and stuff like that never works like anytime you rush it never works um and I hate to admit this and I know my mom is gonna listen to this show and be like yes <laughs> But your parents were absolutely correct. Like, they were right. And you don't realize it until, A, you have kids of your own, which I don't. So, of course, I didn't learn that lesson that way. Or you get older and you realize, like, my mom was actually telling the truth. Like, <laughs> like everything she said was absolutely correct. What the heck? Like, I, I used to... Not despise the way I was raised, but my mom was very strict. Like, everything had to be age-appropriate. There were certain things I wasn't allowed to do that a lot of my friends were. And I used to, I, of course, being in that time, like, I hated it. Like, I absolutely hated it. But now I see how I turned out versus how they turned out. Like, uh, my mom was on to something. Like, she definitely was on to something for sure. So... I would like to, for those who are young and listening to this show, I know it may kill you to hear your mom saying what she's saying or your dad saying what he's saying, but they are absolutely correct. And you will see in hindsight when you get older and you get to the point where you're old enough to have like friend-like conversations with your parents and be able to reflect on things that they taught you, things that they went through um, with you. And just to see how you turned out in the long run is honestly amazing. So... I would definitely say that. So, yes, mom, you were absolutely correct and right about everything. Well, I wouldn't say everything, but most things. And I couldn't see it at the time, but I definitely see it now. And I want to thank you for how you raised me and how strict you were because I feel like I benefited in the long run. And most people who 
know me and my mom's dynamic, like, my mom, honestly, like, is the truth. Like, she always kept it 100 with me. Like, we would have, on Fridays, like, nights where we would, like, as she's doing, like, she would give herself a facial, she'd give herself a pedicure, like, did a whole, like, pampering type of deal after she got off of work. And we would just sit and talk about everything. I was able to ask her questions that were, in, you know, to me, taboo, like, about sex and things like that. And my mom didn't sugarcoat it. She gave me the real. And her being so raw with about everything was what I needed. And I think that contributed, of course, naturally to how I deliver things as well as how I take things in. I don't like things being sugarcoated or anyone to add fluff. Like, just tell me what it is and let's just, you know, we can move on from there type of deal. And just being able to have that type of communication with a parent is rare. And I honestly, I plan on carrying that over with my children, like for sure. Um, a big issue and I'm not, um, if you didn't catch it, um, I did kind of a, I wouldn't even say a rant, but a main goal of mine this year has been to put myself in very uncomfortable positions um, as far as life is concerned, doing things that I've always wanted to do but never felt comfortable doing, etc. And I don't share a lot about my life or things that I've gone through or things that I feel, which is why we're, you know, taking Kaiko in a new direction in order for me to do so. As well as on my social media, I've been doing that a lot more as well, giving, you know, people that follow me a little bit more insight into the world of Kai. Um, I shared a um, story of mine because we were, you know, discussing a lot of these stars that have been committing suicide and talking about depression and things like that. And, you know, a lot of people have their own you know, opinions on that. And I kind of just shared mine because I, at one point in time, definitely did have a very big battle with depression. I was extremely depressed. And um, as, you know, I pretty much tried to take my own life at one point in time. And if it wasn't for, <laughs> thankfully for one of my friends that I um, attended college with, um, finding me, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't be here, to be honest. And in hindsight, I can see how I got to that point and why I felt the way I felt, but I'm glad that God intervened and sent my friend to me in time to save my life because I couldn't imagine ending it there and that'd just be that. But in the black community, especially, we don't talk about mental health a lot. I mean, most cases, if you they say, you know, your child comes to you and say they, they're not, you know, they're feeling away or, you know, they're upset or, you know, like it doesn't hold as much weight as it should. And people are often, you know, screaming out for help. Like someone can tell you that they're fine all day long, but realistically they're breaking inside and all they want to do is cry or they just, they feel like they can't go on or no one understands. And of course you get the people that say, well, why don't you talk to people or why don't you, you know, but sometimes you don't feel safe enough to have those type of conversations with people. And I can honestly share like myself, like after the situation that happened and I shared like what I went through with my mom, um, her originally her reaction definitely wasn't the best because she kind of got mad at me and called me selfish. And was like, what about me? What about your brother and of course anyone else who knows like my brother is my whole heart like I don't have kids but I can only imagine how much how, how it would feel to have children just because my brother is literally my heart and at the time I wouldn't think of course naturally I wasn't thinking about all that I was in that much pain I just wanted it to stop 
And it made me realize that (laughs) most parents aren't taught how to deal with stuff like that. Like, you're not taught to be a parent in general, but you're not really privy to how, how to deal with that. It's not a conversation that most people have within, you know, their households or within their families. And, I mean, along with, you know, sexual abuse as well. So, it just, just the different topics of conversations, things that are going on in the world made me realize just how important mental health is. And mental health is it really can drive your actual physical health because if you're not feeling well, you're depressed or you're really going through it, your health genuinely can fail. Like heartbreak, like actual physical heartbreak is a real thing. Like you can literally die from having a broken heart. And most people overlook that. Like they don't see the importance of it. And so I always, I'm always encouraging people to check on their strong friend, because those are the ones that's not telling everybody what's going on. Those are the ones that are suffering in silence, and not because they feel like they have to. It just feel it's just more comfortable that way, or you know I me, mean? or maybe they do feel like they have to because they don't feel like you know they have anyone that's gonna really understand what's going on. So check on your strong friend, and it's hot as hell. So check on your thick friend as well because our thighs are rubbing together and it's just like a whole situation. So I thought I'd just throw that in there just to lighten it up a little bit. But most importantly, definitely check on your friends and family. Make sure you let them know that you love them. And most importantly, let them know that you're here to listen to them. Like, I don't think anyone understands how important it is just to have someone's ear. Just to be able to vent say how you're feeling let it get off you know get it off your chest and just go I really I struggle with this a lot i pretty much everything I've let some of those I struggled with but and I learned to kind of align with my life but the last thing I'm gonna leave you guys with and it's kind of a on the guard type of topic but Happiness really, truly is what you make it. And I know it sounds crazy and it sounds cliche, but it really, truly is like it takes time to even like to get in the habit of making happiness a choice. Like there's been plenty of times I didn't got up, especially recently, because most of you guys know I definitely just went through a very bad breakup and choosing not to be engulfed in how I was feeling or certain text messages from that individual would put me in a mood and I would you know I realized I was starting to carry it throughout the day into my job and it wasn't until you know like my co-workers would you know say something or like friends and people that know me would you know kind of peep my whole aura was just off and although I'm, of course, saying happiness is a choice. I didn't feel like it was much of a choice. I felt like I was just really going through a lot and didn't really see, you know, how I could possibly find the light in everything. So it definitely is. It it definitely is a choice. And it starts with just readjusting your circle and realigning your vibrations. Like vibration checks are necessary. And honestly, you might not even really understand what that is. And I'll I'll try to post a link to this video that I watched that helped me kind of get my whole entire life together, like when it comes to that. But aligning your circle, realizing who's there for you, who's really not. um, Letting go of people is definitely extremely difficult. 
but it's necessary as well. Um, I myself, like, if I if I fucks with you, I fucks with you. If I love you, I I love very 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 hard, and because I love you, I'm gonna constantly I'm gonna constantly trying to fight with you, uh, fight for you. Like I'm in my own head. Like although you've done X Y and Z, or you've had me fucked up, I'm constantly trying to find the the silver lining to it. Like, well, they did X, Y, and Z, but they also did this, this, and this. And I'm always, I'm always trying to find the good. And that's honestly my downfall, especially when it comes to relationships, because I find myself making excuses or putting up with things that I don't necessarily need to be putting up with for the sake of the love that I have for that person and the potential and the past positive experience I have with that person. And so I hold on to them and they're toxic and God will allow them to be toxic in my life. They will, he will allow them to infiltrate my whole entire being and negative things will happen in within that time frame. And once you realize you kind of just let them go and you can let them go without actually emotionally letting them go. But once you get to that point where you finally kind of found peace in their absence it honestly really will change your whole perspective on things in general and by doing that and getting back to yourself and what you like to do definitely helps as well because I realize like I love listening to music I love writing music I love writing poetry I love reading more than anything and I realized I hadn't been doing any of that like I've been utilizing so much of my time towards building my brand, you know, as far as, you know, being in a relationship, trying to keep up with that whole, you know, situation, worrying about that. I wasn't really getting back to the things that I loved and things that I consider make me me. And once I started doing so and kind of detaching myself from certain individuals, I started noticing that things were changing tenfold. It was easier to maintain a smile on my face. It was easy to maintain a good attitude and a positive attitude, even through some of the storms that I were going through that normally would have me completely messed up during the day. And I highly encourage for those who are spiritually inclined to add, if you're struggling with that, to add that to your prayer at night or in the day or wherever you pray, just for God to start removing those who are not supposed to be in your life and to bring you peace and serenity and it will hurt at first but you will genuinely be shocked as to who God chooses to remove because you I honestly was shocked like some people that I thought I was going to be on this life journey with to the end the time are no longer in my life for various different reasons and at first, yes, it does hurt because you it's kind of like you see a whole new character of that person. But it was necessary. It was something I definitely needed for sure. And everyone just isn't meant to be on this journey with you. Like, you don't really lose friends. You just learn who your real friends are. And as far as your family is concerned, yes, you guys are bound by blood. But that don't necessarily mean they meant to be in your life either. Like family will do you dirtier than people that you met off the street type type stuff. So 
just knowing who really is for you, who has positive energy, who's pouring into you is extremely important. Um, I made it a, a purpose to make sure that I have only people around me who are pouring into me. And that way I can pour into them and it's reciprocated. The last thing you want to do, which I find myself doing a lot, was pouring into others and they weren't really pouring into me. If anything, they were just taking more from the cup that I was actually pouring. So it was just all bad for sure. But I, I struggled with a big thing of mine was support. I support the people that I date, um, my friends, like they're starting a business. I'm, I'm always like, what do you need me to post? What do you need me to bring? What do you need me to like, what do you need type of deal? And um, I didn't initially, I didn't get that response back. And it definitely kind of made me take a back for a little bit. And I know people who have started businesses always say like most people who, you know, support your business aren't really the people that you're closest to or that you spend time with. And it caught me off guard, like, because I'm like, no, not my niggas, my friends is going to rob me to the, you know, the wheels fall off. But I noticed like that wasn't the case. And it definitely did hurt at first. But I'm not the type of person that's going to stop supporting them and being there for them just because they couldn't do the same thing for me like your friends need that support and I'm the type of person that will do that regardless and the people close to you won't always see your vision like I'll be honest like my mom did not see the vision for Kaiko whatsoever like <laughs> and so I'm like for a very long time I never talked about Kaiko with her because I just felt so defeated at times doing so. So I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. We're not having this conversation. Like my show is my show and I do what I do type of deal. And it's not, not everyone's not meant to see your vision. As long as you do, that's all that matters. Um, getting swept up in the support definitely hurts you as well. Like I said, I love what I do. I love Kai Code. I love talking shit. I love sharing my opinions on things. So even if it was just one person that listened to it, I'm perfectly okay. Because I love my show. And a few select few of you guys love my show as well. And that's all that matters. So that's just kind of where I'm at with things. I know it didn't give you like a super, super in-depth, you know, view of Kai. But it kind of lets you guys know where my head's at and where Kai Code is going. Um, my friend has a YouTube channel that she has created. And she's actually doing an actual interview. And I'm a little nervous, I'm not even going to lie, because she knows me through and through. So I know there's definitely some questions that she's going to ask that I might not necessarily be ready for. But I'm just going into it with open arms and open heart. And I would definitely post that as well, because um, that would be probably the most in-depth look into Kani Shakaya that anyone has ever seen. Even some people that I've dated and some people that I've known for years. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm open to any events that anyone has coming up um that are definitely different i'm over you know the whole clubs you know type of vibe even though day parties are definitely a thing um so if you guys are doing any events hosting any events um any especially women empowerment events uh definitely hit me up on social media i'll be more than happy to come um as well um a couple people have hit me up to speak at some of their engagements and i'm definitely down to do some more of those um, I'm not definitely trying to get Hollywood at all. Um, so you guys can definitely just email me um, 
if you guys follow um, at the Kai Code Podcast on Instagram, um, the email is there. You guys can definitely email me about any inquiries, any speaking engagements, or anything you guys would like me to attend. Um, so that way I can feature it on my show. Um, we're definitely doing a visual component um, to Kai Code as well. So I would love to videotape footage at these various different events and, um, you know, kind of post them and shout you guys out. So. If you guys don't mind being shouted out for, you know, interacting with me on Instagram, please let me know. And I will definitely do so as well. Um, That's all I have for you guys today. I just felt like we just needed some time. Just you guys and I um, to kind of dive into the meat and potatoes of Kai Code. Um, I definitely will be joined by some guests on the next upcoming shows. Um, I'm always looking for new topics. Um, Reams is always good for <laughs> sending me different stuff that he sees on Twitter um, to speak on. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm in the mix of trying to put a self-defense event together. Um, it's definitely hitting kind of close to home as far as the sex trafficking here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, several people that I know, like personally know, they've had some run-ins with some encounters as far as, you know, almost being kidnapped and, um, taken away. So I definitely want to get the ball rolling as far as that is concerned, because self-defense is definitely something we need to learn and you can know how to fight all day, but as far as defending yourself from an attacker, it's something totally different. And, um, one of my coworkers hosts them. He's actually like a trainer. Um, I went and uh, worked out with him before like, and did some stuff. And it was like, t- of course, this is naturally definitely different from fighting. But it, I felt like it was just definitely necessary and definitely needed. So uh, stay tuned and follow the um, at the Kai Code podcast on Instagram because I'll definitely have updates on there. Um, pretty much I have updates on there about the show entirely. Um, I'll still post them on my, you know, my regular personal Instagram. But if you really want to know what's going on with Kai Code, that will be the place. Um, I'll definitely be doing a launch event for the website as well. So a lot of a lot of different stay tuned type of items. Um, most of you guys know that I'm working on a book um, as well as a line. So I will definitely feature that information on there as well as my personal Instagram. So I want to thank you guys for rocking with me today. I will definitely make the playlist from today available. Um, so you guys can download some music that you guys might not already have in your repertoire. And uh, thank you for listening to Kaiko. Code.